Good evening, I'm Hugh Downs. And I'm Barbara Walters, and this is 2020. From ABC News, around the world, and into your home, the stories that touch your life, with Hugh Downs and Barbara Walters, this is 2020. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the pre-game stretch podcast. This is the podcast where the ten hermanos get together once a week, talk some shit, strategy, and most of all, how little we know about football. So, with this intro, I want to give it my mic to uh, my partner here, Chad. Chad, take it away. Hey, how's it going, Gabriel? Um, good man. Good, good. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we wanted to kick off a quick uh, pre, I guess, a pregame for Seattle here um, and talk about keepers. So we've also invited uh, Marsh and uh, Don. Hey, hey. Welcome, guys. Hey, hermanos. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> some very formal <laughs> thank you thank you uh okay chat you can't bury the lead okay we did a rebranding so now the the podcast is gonna be named pre-game stretch double meaning either you're gonna get stretched or you're stretching somebody at the end of the week so uh, <laughs> that that was uh chad's uh contribution and i love it so thank you chad for you know coming up with that uh better name and uh let's get to it man all right. Who's your um, keeper? Who's your keeper? So, so bung, bunghole stretch wasn't available. Somebody else already had that one. Yeah. yeah, I was just trying to find something that was sort of football related. And so I, I really was, I spent like probably three or four hours just trying to find some kind of new name other than HH podcast, you know? So finally looking and that, that just kind of popped into my head with the pregame stretch kind of just sounded funny and, uh, yeah, it's well, it, it's also kind of like a pregame to our weekend, right? Because that's the purpose of the podcast normally is is leading into the weekend, what's happening. So kind of a pregame uh, sort of fit fit the idea of what the podcast really is as well. So okay. speaking of podcast news, I remember there was a lot of chatter last season about the podcast replacing the uh, recap, the written recap. I think we should put that up for a vote. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we definitely should <laughs> yes. talk about it. Yeah, for so, sure. We should talk about it. We should so, have it kind of like the same way, okay, that we have the recap. So we just draw straws and the person has to be in the podcast that belongs to that recap of the week, basically. So we keep the recaps the same, but it'll be audio recap, basically. So we'll be interviewing the person for that week. So every week we could have some somebody different. Sounds like what a do you splendid guys think? idea. Sounds splendid. Who's your keeper? All right. This patch is going to be a level of uh, embarrassment. Like the bar. I'm lowering the bar so low. Or is it backwards? I'm raising the bar really high. Well, wait. I want to hear about the embroidery artist. These guys are creep. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> I, I think he's a closet creep because he was very interested in, and I can't go into details because Chew, if I go into chewy. details of my conversation, I'll give out the patch, but it was a very interactive back and forth and, and with, with, it's the guy's first job since getting out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, legit. 
That's awesome. He's a sex offender. He's a registered sex offender, and he's like, he's like, this is like my excuse. To, my healthy outlet. Like it's well, it it's is. my job. Like these guys are telling me to do this, you know. So he's just licking his lips. Yeah. Oh, that's his funny. Because he, he prayers were finally at. <laughs> he said, uh, "You only need two patches." implying that he was willing to you know to do more <laughs> to do way more so we we have our guy and nice this one sets the bar to anything that comes after that it would be a piece of cake so wait, 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 hold we, on. Got, we got a patch maker you've picked up the final product you picked up the patches oh it's it's i'm i'm sewing it today and on you... to the romper <laughs> and today it goes with... on nice yeah, uh, very really happy with it. Very happy. So the other thing Chewy and I were talking about is Farnell is actually owed a patch and a, a trip in the romper. So it's not going to happen this year. And, you know, I don't know if we actually have to bring it to a vote or not, but we have a patch already in mind for him for his losing season. And we figure we'll get that made you know, in the off season next year. And then he's going to need to wear the fucking romper for a day, wherever we end up next year. Oh yeah. No vote needed. There's, there's <laughs> <no> yeah. <laughs> we yeah. already voted on it. Right. Like we all agreed that if you lose, you wear the fucking romper and then somehow, what was it? COVID? No, I no, no. Cause Mars Ward in Breckenridge, like how did he weasel out of, of wearing a romper? I think he threatened to quit the league. And said he wasn't doing it. Oh, really? I thought so. Wait. No, I, I remember we, we kind of fell asleep of who was supposed to buy it. And oh. we, we we had a couple. I think Mets was, was hinting at a couple of different ones. And I hinted one. But nobody squeezed the trigger before we actually met up. And uh, that was in um, in Canada. Yeah. yeah okay. He, he threatened to quit the league. <laughs> right, so if you're listening for now you're wearing it next year you gotta get a couple of pictures of you anyhow um. all right guys so yeah let's kick off um just we can just go down uh marsha's list that he pulled together and sent to everybody so we can kick it off here with middle piece um, who's frozen donnie's frozen I can hear you guys. Don't worry. I can hear. All right. So, yes. Yeah. Just, yeah. just to introduce, this was the uh, spreadsheet that we sent out to everybody. Was exactly. Some, it was done kind of quick. There might be a few typos or errors in there. You might want to double check things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair, yeah. Fair enough. I mean, let's just use this as as the base for the discussion yeah. today. And then, I mean, it's it's everyone's responsibility to check their own teams and pick their own keepers if something's missing or or something like that but yeah i mean based on this list i i've added i shared my screen here but i just kind of added <laughs> here in a row that where you see these green lines which is the current espn cheat sheet so i put in like for example within middle piece for swift um he's predicted to be the seventh the top seventh running back and they're you know, draft dollars they would predict would be $43. So just as a something to use sort of as a tool to, you know, help with the discussion better, here. Better sense of the value that you get. 
Yeah, exactly. It just kind of gives wow. you at least some indication here. So what's like, the green represent? Um, those were kind of my choices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, because I, I would say like here for middle piece, um, I, I would definitely not. I mean, he, he has three three top 10 receivers and one top 10 running back uh, to choose from. So I think Pollard, AJ Dillon and Hertz are just not even in the, the equation here. Yeah. Um, this is probably the most interesting, I would say, for all of the teams um, and maybe the most difficult to sort of choose from. I mean, I mean I'm sure middle piece already knows what he's going to do, but here it's, it's really tough. Like, um, it depends on the strategy. So he can keep two, you know, top 10 receivers, um, or he can keep a top 10 running back and one of the top, you know, receivers. So it's, it's, yeah, it's interesting to see what he'll end up doing. Um, just would, a little background. Whatever like, he ends up doing, seems like we're going to be fucked because he yeah, has the upper yeah. hand on the top people. So he's saving, you know, but, potentially 80 bucks between those two players so he, yeah. he's, he has a lot more buying power 100 percent, yeah samuel miller <laughs> um yeah a little little background samuel finished uh wide receiver he was the third best receiver chase was fourth uh lamb was 19th amongst all the receivers um swift i don't know where he was but it it, it doesn't matter um but he was definitely a top 10 guy what but this also goes back to the fact that Miller legitimately ran the no RB or style of draft and it paid off for him with the receivers too. Like Absolutely. And I yeah, we picked up for dirt cheap and it, they're breaking out. And I think that's I remember him saying the reason he was able to do that was because he was able to keep Swift for 11 bucks and because he was able to have an RB1 off the bat for $11, which normally, I mean, these top 10 running backs are normally going at least over 40, if not 50, in some cases, $60. So I, if, if I were to guess, I think he'll probably keep Swift again uh, for 16 and then pick one of the receivers uh, to also keep. And it depends. I don't know. I, for me, I would take Lamb out of the equation. I think uh, Samuel and Chase are the better uh, and better teams. You know, Burrow had a great season last year for Cincinnati, um, and Samuel obviously had a huge year. And of those three, Dallas maybe is it the weaker team. So it, it, it'll be interesting. Hold on, hold on. So what? So what you're saying? What you're saying is that he set up the table uh not last year but the year before last with his picks that's how he's been able to leapfrog with better and he got lucky that you know whoever he got you know it's producing yeah. but it, it's been like what a two and a half year road to be here and in, in, in the way he's set up i'm not sure about that i mean i think last year he kind of came up with a wide receiver strategy. Um, I think just based on the draft that he did the year before. So maybe you're right. Maybe the year before, I mean, he was kind of lucky because he, he kept Swift for 11 bucks, which means he paid six bucks for him the year before. But I don't think that was in his mindset two years ago. Um, he, he we'll was ask just, him. Yeah. He, we'll he, ask him in the podcast. I mean, he was just lucky in the sense or did 
amazing research. The fact that he only paid 15 bucks for Chase and four bucks for Samuel and now have the chance to keep them again because C.D. Lamb, he had paid $6 the year before, kept him last year and paid 11. So if I were to bet, <laughs> um, I would actually think that he might keep Swift and Samuel. And the only reason is because he only paid four bucks for Samuel last year. Samuel finished third best receiver and he can keep him for nine bucks this year versus chase yeah versus chase that's that's where it, it might come down to a budget because chase he has to pay 20 bucks now chase is a tier one receiver samuel lamb tier two based on um what you provided here so that's i don't know i think it's going to be between those three i think you can take lamb out of the equation in my view yeah um and it's going to be between those three players uh, I just don't know. It, it depends if he wants to look at the budget because if he keeps Swift and Chase, he's paying 36 bucks. Whereas if he keeps Swift and Samuel, he's paying 25. So he can save 11 bucks to be able to spend elsewhere. Here's another strategy is let Swift go, even though he's clearly a good value and helped him unlock this zero RB approach last year. If he takes two top 10 receivers, Yep. And looks for the next breakout in running back, like a you know low value or low cost, high value running back. And he's got two top ten receivers already lined up, like Chase and Lamb or Chase and Devo. Yeah, absolutely. That that could be his approach as well. I mean, well, I, I just think that you you really run into trouble um, if you don't have a top ten running back on your team, and he would if he wants a top 10 running back he's going to spend way more than 16 dollars that he would pay for swift he would maybe have to pay over 50 to 50 dollars so or 40 you know i don't know so that's why if i had to guess i would think he would keep the top keep swift and pick one of the three receivers but i mean we'll find out here do you guys do you guys feel do you guys feel the stretch already <laughs> feeling that you feel yeah it? <laughs> yeah that's trash I'm, I'm feeling good the middle piece one. uh yeah yeah so if you, if you guys chewy if you had to pick two players from his team who are who would you pick if you had to pick today who are you hold keeping? on he has to get he has to open his app uh <laughs> i'm on the fantasy pros app let me see what i got <laughs> Or Don, you can step in. I mean, which which two two he's players? Gonna, you haven't spoken much, take, Donnie. He, he, he's taking Chase and Samuel. Yeah. Okay. A end of story. Yeah. Yeah. May maybe he'll surprise us and do C.D. Lamb and Samuel, but I, I don't honestly think he's gonna take the running back. Okay. Uh, at all, I think he's gonna take Chase and samuel okay marsh that's, that's my guess marsh what do you think i'm thinking swift and chase okay yeah chewy yeah. same man i mean uh, well this is I the know, most difficult i don't know i mean i don't know it, it seems like you know the logical the most logical uh picks but i don't know if he's gonna flip it on us yeah yeah it'll be 
I guarantee you he's been losing sleep all summer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's done so much research on this. And yeah, I, I mean, he has, he has the most difficult decision, I think, of anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of interesting choices across the board, but this is a legit, really tough choice. And yeah. on the flip side, it's like, I don't think he can really make a bad decision, you know? Like, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure he's losing sleep over it. It's, it's like, imagine you wake up, you have your, your protein shake, and then you have to go to work, and it's like, ah, which car am I taking? Am I taking the Porsche, the Ferrari? Oh, maybe I'll take the Bentley. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to fucking decide. I, I don't even want to go to work now. It's so hard to choose. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> He's okay. not losing any sleep. Yeah. Or if he's if, the only thing he's trying to figure out is where he wants to do the draft next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Probably Vancouver again for the third time. Um, yeah. All right. Let's move. Let's move on to uh, Sarah McBride. So, yeah, based on the spreadsheet, here, there's, there's two options. But um, I guess the question is, do you keep both or do you? Pick one or none. I mean, do you keep Herbert for ten bucks, and do you keep uh, Deontay Johnson for thirteen? I think he's gonna. I I think he would keep Deontay, and I think uh, it's a coin flip on Herbert whether he'll keep him for ten or not. Yeah, you got to adjust for our league. I think in our league, it's unlikely that Herbert goes for too much more than ten, but although that could change. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because Chewy got Mahomes uh, for nine bucks last year, but yeah, Kyle Murray, shit. yeah, Kyle Murray was thirteen bucks, and Allen was seven. So, I mean, these top top uh, quarterbacks are kind of around this ten dollar range. So, you could just keep him, and then you have a you know a solid you know top five, maybe yeah. even top three uh, QB, and you don't have to worry about it. He may or may not go for that, but maybe it's just for simplicity. Good to yeah, just keep like him. Have him locked in, have it done. Yeah, season. yeah, exactly. But yeah, I agree. Deontay, right. So, I mean, I think with Deontay, he could end up if he's depends on how he feels about the Steelers and their change situation with quarterback. So maybe he lets Deontay go and just starts fresh with. A new yeah, that's team. that's the interesting thing with Pittsburgh is you know you got either Trubisky or. Uh, What's the other quarterback? Uh, Mason Rule? No, it's uh, who the rookie? Yeah, it's a rookie. Uh, uh, Pickett, Pickett, Pick right? Yeah. Yeah. Trubisky might surprise a handful of people this year. You know. It's true. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that offense rolls with a new quarterback. All right. So, okay. Well, let's uh, move on to vinegar balls. Uh, so he's got some, some options here. You can see who I kind of thought, but um, so he's got uh, Allen, uh, Brandon Cooks, Hawkinson, uh, Devonte Smith or Elijah Moore. I, I would say Devonte Smith and Elijah Moore aren't really good options or even considered maybe Hawkinson. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's, he didn't have the best season last year. He's probably a little bit of a disappointment, but I don't know if I would pay 11 bucks for Hawkinson this year because like, the tight end position, there's kind of really only 
I'd say there's three uh, top 10 or top Dude. tight ends. Dude, did you just get called out on your do-rag? Yeah, I got uh, my neighbor just uh, came to uh, go do a morning walk with Brittany and uh, she didn't recognize me. <laughs> the gangster, the gangster in your garage, man. All right, come on, let's keep it focused. Let's Show focus. us your tits. <laughs> What's the time? Keep the time. Let's go. Keep this yeah. shit moving. Show us your tits. Yeah. Vinegar balls. Um, I, I was thinking, you know, Allen is the top quarterback probably. Um, I would probably keep him for 12 bucks. I don't yeah. know. What do you guys think? Yeah. I would lock him up for 12 bucks. Yeah. Have, have it done. And then Brandon cooks, I guess. I mean, he's, he's probably in wide receiver two and you're not going to pay seven bucks for a wide receiver two probably. Yeah. I mean, it's a good value, but he's one of those guys that might slip, down our salary drafting just because he's so kind of boring or forgotten about people below their wad and all the hyped up players. And then Brandon cook goes for three bucks or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, just like Debo Samuel did last year. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Although I think you're right though. I think those are the right picks right there. Okay. Let's move on to uh, Topanga. Um, also Donnie. interesting here. Um, what you're going to do. So, so you got Kyle uh, Murray at QB, you got Allen, Keenan Allen, you got Fournette and you got Akers. Um, and then Gage, I, I, I don't think Gage is probably on your radar anymore. Um, I'm keeping uh, Kyler Murray and I'm keeping uh, Russell Gage. Surprise <laughs> breakout wide receiver one of the season. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know if people want to really uh give their strategies here but um, really i mean even if you pick it even if you if you it doesn't matter say, too much yeah it doesn't fucking matter yeah. you, you know how much are you willing to pay for whoever you want so it doesn't right. really matter yeah. so who's your keeper man so i don't know I, I don't know uh, honestly i don't know what what if one of these guys gets injured this weekend yeah, yeah, that's well. That's then, the... then pay the least amount of money for the player, just in case. You know, with that mentality, then waste the least amount of, of money on a keeper. Yeah, I think you've got really good value for both those running backs. Yeah, that's what I would do. Two good pickups right there. I think you got two solid RB, either low RB one or high RB twos in Fournette and Acres, and you're only paying twelve dollars for them in total which is in, in yeah. like that's insane i think keenan allen's great but 20 bucks he might go in the 20s in our league maybe maybe 30s but um i think you have way more value keeping fournette and acres but that's that's just yeah. my, my view yeah, I, that's the obvious choice clearly you know um yeah. but let, let's let's keep in mind leonard showed up to camp like 50 pounds overweight and Cam Akers is coming off an Achilles, which they say you don't really ever recover fully from that. So it might seem like a great value, but these guys, both these guys could end up on the fucking waiver wire week four, you know? <laughs> so yeah. in, a sh in short, keep them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> If, if I were you, I would do that. I would keep Fournette and Akers because, you're, like I said, you're paying $12 for them. It's kind of low risk, potentially high reward, and you have so much more of your budget to spend on 
better receivers and you know the rest of your team that's that's just my my thoughts but okay guys yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take, take it as you wish <laughs> um okay so yeah let's go to chewy's team here uh no limit uh, uh so you got mahomes yeah, there's no there's no limit to my uh to my team there's there's nothing here Actually, so, uh, it's Eckler. Eckler. I paid zero dollars for Eckler. If you look on the history, <laughs> no fucking way you paid zero. Uh, yeah, zero. It says right there, zero dollars yeah. acquisition. Hold I on. acquired him for zero dollars. <laughs> uh, so, so Chewy, you're actually bringing up your black eye. That's strike two in the league when you fucking dropped Eckler the week of the finals. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Let's not, yeah, let's not go into that dark. <laughs> oh man, you gotta bring that up, shit, bitch. Oh, it's okay. I don't want Eckler. I had my I have my turns with him. I gotta Thank move you. on. Thank you for throwing him back, Chewy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need him. He's gonna suck this year. Ooh. Anyhow, yeah, yeah you're right. So, yeah, I mean the only. Uh, I mean, maybe Davis, Nothing. but maybe Mahomes. I, I, I was going to keep James White, but he just retired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you, you might be, keeper. you might be better, either not having um, a keeper or keeping Mahomes. I might keep Mahomes or Gabriel Davis. I, I mean, I don't know. He's he's probably a flex guy that you can get for five bucks, but. It, it's so hard because our, our draft is so fluid um, that you, do, you don't know how much people are going to spend for, for players because it depends when they get nominated and, you know, I'll, I, that, that's the difficulty of an auction draft, I would say. Uh, you know, his choices here, Alan Lazard is an interesting player this year, like being the wide receiver one, presumably, on the uh, Packers, but he's not he's – not, climbing up draft board he's not projected right. to be like a an alpha so yeah you can see in the cheat sheet they have him ranked at 42 <laughs> for yeah. for receivers and you know they're suggesting three dollars for him so wow. <clears throat> yeah you don't know i mean that that's going to be the the challenge this year for us because we're doing the draft a week early so um we don't have much exposure to you know well there's more risk of injury you know yeah. With, with the last yeah. two uh, preseason games. Um, so somebody's yeah. going to get fucked. It, yeah. It, it will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Somebody's. Yeah. I, I hope, I hope Kevin actually appreciates what we're doing for him and his, <laughs> his lady. You know. Yeah. <laughs> we're all in jeopardy here. We're get all in the multiple teams can go down here. Yeah. Should we should um, we vote like if somebody gets fucked and their name is not Kevin that they then have to trade a similar value person off of Kevin's team? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like imagine you pay like top dollar for a receiver, then he busts his fucking knee open in the last week of preseason. It's like okay, drop him. All right, Kevin, similar value receiver goes from your team to to my team, right? <laughs> Sold. Yeah. Sold. <laughs> We're gonna put it up for both. Yeah. All right. Um, so for my team, I'm picking nobody, dude. I'm starting fresh. There's starting just, fresh. Okay. Just nothing. Yeah. Maybe okay. Lazar, but I'm not gonna 
buy somebody for six bucks when he's going for three. So it's, I don't have confidence. You wouldn't lock down Mahomes? Oh, that's 14 bucks. Yeah. 14 bucks. Yeah. That's nah. high. I, I don't know. I think Mahomes is looking a little doughy. You know, like, is he, is he gonna, have we seen, have we already seen the best of Mahomes? In his I think career? so, man. I think, I think I people feel- understood how to play him and how to make him weak and to stress him out. As soon as the, the ball gets snapped and when he gets out of that rhythm, he, he wasn't as a, as a good passer when he came out of the pocket. Now that, not like the first year, people didn't know what to do. Now they know how to defend them. So that's why he wasn't really good last year. And I got, I, I think, I think he's got that annoying wife, you know, like driving him nuts at home. He's got his like <laughs> fucking weird brother. brother doing all that weird shit on the sidelines. Like, I, I just think there's like too many distractions. And unfortunately you're only as good as the company you keep. And he's hanging out with his like TikTok brother and his, fucking wackadoodle wife like it's the end for Mahomes. Chiefs, yeah, so Chiefs I'm, are I'm not keeping forth. him. Fuck the Chiefs. Fuck yeah. the Chiefs. They're they're done. Yeah. Fuck them. All right, who's next? So after uh, about 15 minutes of discussion, uh, Marsh says, Hey, Roosh, I don't remember uh, the record button being uh, started. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. Sorry, guys. <laughs> nice, nice work, Marsh. Right, so Honestly, yeah, oh, my God. I'm just you got to leave that in, chat. You got you to gotta leave that, that little recording in progress. That You got to splice that in. <laughs> uh, yeah. I okay. Here's up, a guys. quick recap. Uh, we just dis- uh, we discussed slut, uh, slut. We all say you're gonna keep Beckham and uh, and the Cardinals, and now we're making fun of Joe. <laughs> oh, so so slut. Well, slut's keeping Jefferson. Maybe Higgins or Williams. Debatable um, based on the value there for each one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of what we what we spent ten minutes talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then uh, McNeely, uh, Pittman, we definitely think uh, he'll be a keeper. Andrews, we agreed that uh, for fifteen dollars, uh, he's the top top tight end and probably worth it. So we would expect uh, Pittman and Andrews to be uh, keepers. So let's move on then to. Uh, Nashorn. Um, yeah, Nashorn's kind of a yeah. A toss up. It, it's all like flex or you know RB twos or wide receiver two kind of levels. There's there's not like a a tier one uh, player on this uh, here, I guess. I, mean, I think there's some upside though with a couple of these guys that could be going for right now going for less than they'll end up at you know yeah. i mean yeah exactly i mean i think there's worth keeping two of them it's just a matter of of which two because patterson it, i don't know 15 bucks is he might go around that range but um he went off last year he went he off last year he had a, he, he was a he, he finished ninth overall for running backs but you don't have uh 
yeah, Matty Ice there. You got Mariota, or Mariota, sorry, um, at QB. Uh, Gage left. I mean, they don't really have good receivers. I mean, you have Pitts, basically, and Patterson to kind of throw to. And, and Mike Davis was there last year, and he left to Baltimore. So uh, Damian Williams came in. So I think Patterson should get a lot of carries. I, I think that's a downgrade from a – They've got some rookies that could step in at running back and receiver. Do they yeah. have Yeah, Smith, they have. Anyways. So, yeah, so Patterson's uh, kind of a toss-up. I, I, I mean, I think uh, Brown, for $1, I, I definitely will keep him, um, Hollywood Brown. Um just because I think he he could be a, a RB2 kind of guy on uh, now switching over to Arizona, especially with uh, what's his name out for six weeks um, for suspension. DeAndre. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Are you going to are you going to keep your uh, team name or are you going to rebrand now that you're coming back to the. US of A. Yeah, I don't know. I might I might rebrand. I kind of was thinking about that, but um yeah, not sure. Yeah, maybe maybe before the season starts we'll see a, a new name there. Do you move back before well, you need start? you need inspiration? You need the draft to give you inspiration yeah. to draw your new name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. how you got your name actually. <laughs> Speaking of, speaking of, hold on, hold on, hold on. Speaking of, uh, who was third? Uh, McBride was third last year, so he needs no, to. He, no, he was, he was second. He made it all the way to the finals. Yeah, who was third then? Uh, I think Burley. Burley, I think. Didn't Burley? Yeah. yeah. So Burley, yeah, vinegar. Uh, so Burley needs to pick the activity that we're going to be doing. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, That's, I think Farnell already Farnell already booked it for us. He did. What are we doing? Oh, the, the axe throwing. Yeah, the axe. Okay. That's axe, what I was axe throwing. Okay. I was going to suggest go shoot a gun, but we can do that after. That too late. Shooting range. <laughs> we can make a change. Um, I'm not sure. Drink, I, I, I eat mean, what, meat, what, throw axes, and shoot guns. What a draft! <laughs> what, what's more scary though, chewing with an axe or chewing with a gun? Oh, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> Depends what time of day, I guess. <laughs> it's a 50 50. Something about the way you said that, Donovan, actually struck real fear in me. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, we'll see. I made some reservations. We'll see. We so, yeah, have some what, openings. What are what are your guys' thoughts then on Nashhorn? I mean, my I would go Brown and Etienne probably myself personally. Yeah, I think, I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah, I think those are the. I think those are very obvious good choices. Yeah, I mean, ETN will be. I mean, we'll have to see what happens with Robinson with his injury and when he comes back. I mean, if he if he plays pretty solid, I, I think they're going to be a running back by committee. But ETN's a good a good um, receiver, a receiving running back, I guess, at least in college. 
So, um, yeah, but for six, you, you, you picked him up at the end of the year for yeah. this very reason. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. I mean, short, short of him getting actually injured again, I think you should trust your intuition for when you picked him up, you know? Yeah. Right. He, he was supposed to be a top RB last year. Yeah. He, he was, was a first you know, round pick. So a sidebar on that those pickups in the playoff your you know atn and like what i did with rashad penny when i made parnell's balls itch so bad mm -hmm. there's been some rumblings yeah we <laughs> can we bring can. it to vote to like lock down if you're not in the playoffs lock your roster kind of thing and then that's one of the advantages to being in the playoffs is you keep tinkering not just for the playoffs but also for things like keepers for next season too yeah, this should also be a discussion point while we're there, how, how that should play out. Um, Sorry, discuss what? Like, lock your once the playoffs starts, everybody's locked in. You can't ma make any well, stupid moves like I did. I, what crossed my mind, and I'm not even sure if I'm for it or not, but if you're in the playoffs, you can continue to be active on the waivers, etc. But if you're not in the playoffs, you're locked. So the argument there is like, okay, even though the playoffs are going on, I should potentially still have a right to pick up players for keepers. But there's the argument of, well, you shouldn't be picking up players that interfere with the playoff teams. Or or it just even considered like one of the perks of making the playoffs is sure. that yeah. planning for next season. Yeah. Kind of no, I, I think it should be. I think it's, I think it's unfair. I think, it's an, I think it makes it an unfair advantage. I think that the fantasy football season is already too short and the off season is way too long. So if you're not in the playoffs, you still have the ability to tinker or, or have hope for the next season. Yeah. Like I, I, th I think you, I don't think you should lock people off. I think it would really uh, create the divide yeah. between the have and the have nots. I personally right. tend to fall on that side of it. It's a, it's a good question though. Yeah. Look, you have a budget. Everybody has the same budget or lack thereof if you're a slut by the end of the season to purchase a player or to have something. So, yeah, you know, the move that I did was fucked up. But if I can't keep that player and I'm able to see a rookie that I know might be better and I want to make that move if I'm way out of the playoffs, then so be it. You know, I mean, I don't know. Just everybody has the same ability to pick up any player at any given time. So what's the problem? Yeah, it just depends if it gives, if the player mm -hmm. you're dropping or changing, it gives somebody in the playoffs an advantage. Well, but I, I know maybe, you're talking, I know you're talking they, about with you know, budget, they, but they get hurt, yeah. you know, maybe they get, uh, you know, they, they hit their wife and they get suspended. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. You're taking a chance. You're taking a chance. But, and nobody knows. Uh, you well, know. you know, but but that, that is the other good point. That if you drop an equaler or, or some fucking stud, like that does seem to be like just idiotic. Like it, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it, yeah. Puts, it just puts like... It's like throwing a fucking loaded gun into the middle of a fucking gen pop in prison. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like you would never expect a, a prison guard to throw his gun out in the fucking chow line. 
you know, it's yeah. just, it yeah. just seems like idiotic to me. Like, well, and if Chu was trying to pick somebody up, he could have dropped any one of his. You could drop a kicker. Drop your kicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like, drop your defense. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, 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 come on, Chewie. Do we really have to explain this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was just, you know, trying, trying to massage the thing that, you know, never. Mind. Yeah, that yeah. We'll, we'll table this for uh, Seattle. Mm talk with the rest of the guys <laughs> All right, let's move on then to All right, uh, what's next let's move on to marsh uh premise uh so kind of a lot of options here and pretty interesting i would say i mean um javante williams you got dj moore you got Pitts, and dobbins are probably maybe debatable i, I don't know if run rondale moore or rashad bateman are considerations uh, really but it's is i don't know i i, I don't think uh, if if i were to pick i would keep williams and more just because i think they're kind of low rb wide receiver ones or or kind of solid you know twos um pits 20 bucks for pits i think it's kind of high i mean you don't know with our league um Dobbins is also kind of interesting but I think if you wanted to pick up Dobbins he you know you could keep him for 22 bucks but maybe that's how much he goes for in the draft anyway or somewhere I'm leaning, around there I'm, I'm leaning away from that but I'll say I all right Javante I'm going to keep not mm. just for this year but also potentially for next year if he keeps in the same trajectory but I'm not settled on the other one i'm not sure between dj pitts or bateman ah okay dobbins i'm is out of the mix for me but okay yeah i mean for for the, that second keeper i feel like what i'm going to pay for each of those guys is only a little bit under market value or maybe maybe right at market value so it's a tough call for who brings me ultimately the most upside right i don't know yep yeah but on the ppr rankings you got uh dj where are you at yeah dj currently on the on the cheat sheet is 11th the 11th best receiver so you're paying 17 years yeah so you'd be paying 17 dollars for him he probably will go like i mean they're predicting 30 so like you said it's a little bit of value there, but if you feel strongly that Bateman's going to have a stronger season, I mean, they have him on the cheat sheet at 34, but you know, you of know, course are never right on chat, these things. But. Chat, these cheat sheets make sense if we don't have any keepers, then everybody's up at the same ranking. With the keepers, DJ is number four because we've been keeping so many top receivers. He just goes up on the so he, he might be even go higher than 30 bucks because there's there's not a lot of wide receivers yeah, yeah, that are yeah. going to get the ball. So it, it throws up the whole ranking because that, of that's right. And our, our league also drafts at a different, you know, our league has a different yeah. drafting strategy. So it's a good point that Chewie makes. It's, a, it's actually a good point. But I think the reality of our league is we end up blowing our wads like really blowing our wad for certain players. And then all of a sudden people like Debo Samuel 
are floating around for four bucks. Like, yeah. like, yeah. So I don't know. Like, even though it's a valid point that Chewy makes, it it, sh- it should be that way. But I, I don't think that's the reality of our league. I, I think DJ Moore is a classic example of someone who would would not get thirty bucks in our league because he's not flashy enough, and then he ends up being like like how I used, like how I got Amari Cooper a few years ago for like like 19 bucks and and then at the end of the draft everybody's like how did how did Amari Cooper only go for 19 bucks it's like yeah I don't know right you know yeah so, well and that's the that's the challenge also with an auction because any player can be nominated at any time so you know I would probably how, say that have early you ever in- try to Go ahead, Chewie. Oh, have you ever tried to do a, a list removing all the keepers? Say, didn't matter. <laughs> I love, I love when people, people talk over you guys just talk over Chewie. Now nothing matters. Dude, there was Chewy a pause. Somebody needs to talk over me now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, me, Chad. <laughs> Chad, is there a way that we can make a list taking all the keepers out and see how the ranking is yes. removing every keeper? Then you can your nobody's gonna share that sheet can make nobody's sense. Gonna, nobody's gonna share that with you though. You gotta do it for yourself. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, but that's that's the only way that those numbers because well, Chad is comparing value, assuming every single motherfucker is from tier one to you know to the end and oh, none of those guys are in yeah there. yeah 100 i'm just taking the the no. espn cheat sheet that everyone can see just the the values that they list there just to give you kind of a, a variety or an idea i guess but you're absolutely right keepers come into play i also think that with an auction draft when you're nominating players randomly if dj moore is is one of the first nominated players he's going to probably go extremely high because everyone seems to blow their load very early in the draft mm-hmm. to get these top I am receivers now if he's later in the draft, the draft yeah mm-hmm. if he's if he's later and people don't have as, um, as much money they're not going to pay as much for for him so it, it it's it's really tough to really predict because of how the draft it's really the flow of the draft on that day you can't really predict what's going to happen and how much players are really going to go for but should we go Chewy back to does, snake draft? Chewy does bring up a good point that out, out of the top, say, 20 receivers. Yeah, maybe five to five uh, like or eight. Are probably projecting to be kept, including right. like three out of the top four. And so some of the some of our players, some of our teams don't have receiver keepers, so they're going to be scrambling for receivers. So some of those other what's left is going to go for a premium. Absolutely, yeah. You know, like the scraps on the table, everybody's gonna be fighting for. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, like a, a, like a, you know, Devante Johnson. Um, well, DK, I, if if he doesn't, he's not capped. Uh, Judy, uh, Jerry, Judy, uh, Chris Godwin. I mean, just all those are gonna go way up in the list, just to have something. Anyhow, right. are we on the Leisure Chub now? Yeah, let's do Leisure Chub. Um, so Leisure Chubb's also kind of interesting, I would say. Um, I've kind of narrowed it down to three players with uh, Diggs, uh, Connor, or Waddle. Um, Diggs 
would be uh, $19 to keep. Connor would only be $8 and Waddle would be six. So it's really a, a preference of, do you want to keep a running back? Do you want to keep two receivers? And how much you do you want to sp might, spend? You don't think he might keep Cortland Sutton just being such a homer? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. yeah. I mean, Sutton should have a better season and, and there would be value there. I mean, if you only paid 15 for Sutton, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think Sutton might go higher than 15, but I also think Waddle is a, a, a crazy value at $6. But this is Kev we're talking about. Sutton's got to be in play. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so this one's really, I think, tough as well. Um, I think Waddle's pretty obvious. And then I, I think Kevin's going to be pulling on his soft pud trying to decide between Diggs and Sutton. Yeah, you think Connor's totally out? I think when you have uh, Diggs and Sutton in the mix like that, like Connor just is like, who's that? Yeah, I just think, yeah, I mean, Connor's a high-end RB2 probably, and to get him for eight bucks is tough to... Yeah. I can't see what he's going to get Diggs for, 14 um, he would, little. you have to add, yeah, you have to add five bucks. That's what he paid last year. So he would have to pay 19 this year. That's a steal. Yeah. yeah. So, Diggs, so I, that's why I think Diggs and Connor wouldn't be a bad choice, but also Diggs and Waddle wouldn't be bad. Maybe Sutton, I, you know, I don't know. I think Waddle and Connor have more value than Sutton based on how much he paid he, for them. He might have the hardest time deciding like, yeah, him and Miller. Yeah, yeah I think so too. Know, like, a lot of great choices. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, four good choices for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we're gonna call it quits. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good luck, to, everybody. Uh, in there. Keeper we'll to see. We'll yeah. see each other on uh, on Thursday. All right, Hi, guys. Man. Well, cool, hey, gentlemen. Hi. Yeah, excited. Thank to you see for you jumping in, and days. we'll see each other on Thursday. All right. Sounds good. Peace. Asta, 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 asta. <laughs> <laughs> All right, goodbye, guys. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. Later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>